Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day, (laughs) and welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Today's episode is entitled, Climb the Right Ladder. And by ladder, I'm talking about a life or career progression that uh, appeals to you. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this is I encountered a quote this morning attributed to the the artist and author, Sandra Boynton. She makes little funny animal paperback books for, or actually board books 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 for for, for little kids. And uh, she had a quote that just really appealed to me. It says, it's always better to be at the bottom of a ladder you want to climb than halfway up one you don't. And I think that uh, is true for life in general. And uh, I think so many of us get on a path or a ladder that's not necessarily the one that's that's best for us. And uh, she talked about her career in terms of really clarifying, first of all, what you don't want. Right. And then that sort of clears the path for what you do want, and it offers flexibility. But if you clearly define what you don't want, right, then that somehow makes things a, a little easier to, to pursue. Yeah. Uh, this is probably very germane to, you know, coaching folks in the business world. So right. how, how do you react to the sort of the phrase, you know, climb the right ladder? I think so many times people, especially when they're starting out and creating a new business in particular, they uh, go off in every, they follow every pretty pursuit they can buy. I call it shiny object syndrome. So it's just like any strong idea that comes into their head, they're running off after right, that. Right. Uh, and, and it takes a great deal of energy. Every time they come up with a new idea, then that requires the energy to to come up with the, fill out the creation of the idea. It comes, you have to come up with how am I going to get there? It comes, mm-hmm. you have to come up with right. a marketing plan. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, when you're constantly running after something, you're only ever getting a quarter of a way to anywhere, right. first of all. Um, but frequently, I think, because you're running after, you're going up nine ladders, sure, right. because you're going after nine ladders, uh, you, it's very difficult to be successful in business. And it's only right. when you narrow down, all right, like you say, what what is it that I don't want to do? And I did this recently, and I know you've gone through this mm-hmm. with, with deciding what your coaching practice was going to be. When I started, when I started, <laughs> um, you know, really uh, developing my business, launching my business a second time when I did a year ago, May, that's really what I started with was what I don't want to do. When I knew mm-hmm. I, I had, a, I had a list of several things that I knew I did not want to do. And that really helped me then say, okay, then if I can decide what I don't want to do, what I do want to do is much more obvious. And that puts me on one path. And when you're on one path, it's always easier to be successful. Sure. That was a very well, long answer. Sorry. It was a long answer. <laughs> and, and if I can paraphrase your advice really had to do with focus right and being on a ladder a single ladder rather than multiple ladders, right etc right uh, i put a little bit of a different spin on it okay. I think, and i think mainly uh you know i particularly i think it's germane to you know kids what they pick for a major in college okay for example uh, oftentimes you're given uh, a potential career path by you know good, good advice from parents or 
or other people says, you ought to study computer science, or you ought to study, uh, you know, biology, because that's uh, where the money is. Genetics is the <laughs> key to the future. Right. And so people say, well, okay, I'll study computer science, or I'll study law, or I'll study medicine, and they're, right. you know, they're chugging away. They go to four years of college, they go to four years of medical school, they they do an internship, and then they're finally in the practice, and they're like. I hate this. I, I don't like this job. Right. It's it's either boring or it's repetitive or it doesn't really fulfill you know a, a lot of basic desires that right. I have. And so they're you know they're halfway up a career ladder and then all of a sudden they look around and says, I, I don't want to do this right. after investing so much time. Right. Uh, and that's why I think it's uh, what you know she said. It's better to be at the bottom of a ladder right. when you want to climb than, than yes. halfway up when you don't. I think so many of us you know we're we're on a a trajectory that sort of was given to us. We haven't, you know, contemplated it. Uh, and sort of we, we put a lot of energy into something that we really don't want to do. Now, sometimes you get stuck, you're paying bills, you have a mortgage, you have a family, right. and, uh, you know, you're just sort of like, you know, in it for the long haul. And that could make a, for an uncomfortable grind. If it's something oh, yeah. that you truly oh, yeah. dislike, it may be something that you can live with, right. and that's probably okay. Right. And then you sort of have to wait or you have to pivot right. before you can do something you truly enjoy. But it's it's really, I think, key to figure out what is the ladder that I want to climb in the first place. Yes. And I think the earlier you can do that in life, yes. the better. But I would also say it's never too late. Oh, no. Good, you know, good heavens, no. You, know, you can always step off that ladder and no, start over. So. I, didn't, I don't think I really figured out what I wanted to do until I was late in my 50s. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, I, even though I had a very rewarding career in the federal government, um, very successful by any measure, uh, was very interesting, you know, every day. Uh, I always told people continuously and up until the last couple of years, you know, I don't want I don't know what I want to do when I grow up mm -hmm. uh, because it really wasn't something that I thought, you know, fulfilled all of my needs or something right. that always felt like it was, you know, a little bit missing. I think what I really wanted to do was be, a, you know, a man of leisure who could dabble <laughs> <laughs> in whatever I the wanted. The wise man on the hill. And, and not have to, you know, particularly worry about making ends meet. Right. I just wanted to dispense advice to people who came to me asking right. whatever right. advice I could provide. Uh, and that really was not uh, a paying gig right. at the time. Right. I kind of turned my job into that by the by the end of my career because I was sort of a, a project troubleshooter okay. and uh, could dispense wisdom wherever right. I thought it needed right. to be dispensed. And people did come to me asking me you know, how to fix this or how to fix that. So I kind of ended up going that way. But it wasn't the ladder that I started climbing. Right. I had to kind of make a platform and change my ladder about right. you know, two-thirds of the way through I my think, career. I think also, um, as you were talking about that, what came to mind was we can also get on the wrong ladder in terms of our own personal trajectory for our own, you know, our personal selves, not our business oh, sure. selves, not our career selves. And that can frequently happen as, as in a family environment or in an experiential environment as we are going through, especially middle school and high school, where we 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 for whatever reason we are given a label, sure, and that label puts us on a path, a path, a trajectory, yes, a ladder, <laughs> yes, it's on a ladder, and we follow that ladder um, because that's 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 where we've been shoved, uh, and and so a little different again than you know better to be on the bottom of, of the right ladder than. Then yeah, oftentimes you don't ladder. question that ladder, particularly right. if it's been assigned to you by right. an institution like a school system or everybody family in your member, family right. regards you that way. Right. And so, you know, I think it's it's a good idea to stop and, again, go back to that list of 
what is it that I like and what is it that I don't like? And if I don't like being the go-to person in the family, for example, I know several women who, you know, they're just, when anything goes wrong in their family mm-hmm. and they've got four or five siblings or whatever, anything that goes wrong, they're the person that has to fix sure. it. Well, if you don't want to be the go-to person, then choose another ladder. Right. And I, I think it's difficult because very often or very rarely, I should say, uh, we are not given the tools Right to help us figure out, you know, what what is a ladder even look like? How do I figure out what I even yes. like? Yes, yes. I, I I encountered and, and this book is probably in its five hundredth printing, or revision. It's called "What Color, Color is, is Your Parachute, Parachute," yes, which has all kinds of tools in there for helping you sort out what are the things I'm good at. Right. What are the things that I like to do? And these are generic, like problem solving, organ organizing, right. you know, helping people. Um, Viewing the big picture, attention to you know attention to detail, right? And it, and it goes on and on, and it helps you identify well, what are the things that I have proven that I'm good at, right? And then most importantly, what are the things that I like, I like to, to do? do, right? Because so often you get you head down a path that you're really really good at it, but right. that doesn't necessarily the same as, as what you to like do to do. Right. Um, right. So you know it's very confusing sometimes. It can't speak especially and, and, as you're younger. And those kind of exercises, although it may seem hokey to you. They're very, very valuable yes. in helping you sort things out. I agree. Uh, and I've had a lot of, you know, career opportunities that sounded like, yeah, this will take me, you know, two, three rungs up the ladder, but I, but I have to think, you know, is this what I like to do? Is this right. what I want to do? Right. What's going what's to be the good impact it, right. on the rest of my of my life, and what will I, what will it look like ten years from now? Because it may cause my trajectory to veer off right. significantly in another direction. And do I want to end up being there? Right. I may be highly successful, right. you know, from society's measures in terms of prestige, money, money influence, right. etc. But it really may not be something that I like right. doing. Right. Yeah, so I, you know, I encountered that quite a bit. Fortunately, having had encountered what color is your parachute, right. Right. I always was able to go back and say, well, yeah, I'm really good at this. I probably could be really successful, but you know, I don't think I like well, to do right. that. You know, right. I don't really don't want to do that. It's not the kind of thing that, quote, floats my boat. Right. And so, so when we're talking about it's better to be at the bottom of the ladder of something that you like to do versus halfway up a ladder that you don't, what uh, it doesn't, I think in many people's minds, the thought would be, well, if I'm halfway up, I'm further along. So that's always going to be better. Mm, sure. So what is the advantage to being at the bottom of the ladder that is the path? Well, I think so many people, you know, they have the, the, they are imprisoned by what's called the sunk cost fallacy. Right. You know, you've spent so many years, you've spent so much energy. Right. In many cases, you've spent so much money. Right. Educating yourself and getting to a certain point. And so you feel like, well, I have to keep going. Otherwise, all that money, all that time, all that energy is wasted. wasted. When in reality, you're just digging yourself a deeper and deeper hole of discomfort, dissatisfaction, right. unhappiness. Right. Wouldn't it be better just to like take a leap off that ladder, uh-huh. assuming you can do so financially, right. Right. and start at the bottom of a different ladder. Or, you know, this is the reality, you can continue to climb the ladder or stay on the ladder you're on while simultaneously you're right. climbing up another ladder very More like slowly. you were talking about. Because it's not literally a ladder. That's right. just a useful right. metaphor. Because you can pursue multiple things at once you can get a slow start on something you truly like that's right. your passion right. which is kind of what i've always done right well like i was thinking what you have done is and and it's what you just described you know you were on a certain path and that you were asked to go in a different direction but you kind of figured out a way to make the path be what you wanted it to be as opposed to allowing it to just go off into another direction that you so so you could you're actually working to create the path that you 
is fulfilling for you, even if it might not be in the most sure. rewarding and fulfilling situation. Right. And I, it's kind of what I'm trying. Because well, yeah, because, you know, throughout my government career, I always describe myself as a serial entrepreneur. Right. Where I saw something that needed to be fixed. I pitched, you know, pitched to, suit, pitched to senior manager how to do that. Then I was given the permission to do that on a small scale. I recruited people. I got money. I built it. I proved the worth of it. I right. made it bigger. I expanded it. You know, you develop the processes. You develop relationships with other organizations. And you fix a problem. It takes, you know, three to four years to do something like that. When, when that once that's done, I'm ready to go on to the other one. So, so it's what's almost, the lesson? It's a, what's the lesson there? I, I think the lesson is, you know, if you're in the door, if you're halfway up a ladder, you may have the knowledge and the influence to actually make that letter veer off okay. a little bit more in the direction, direction you want. that you want it to. And maybe it actually could connect to the ladder that you enjoy doing. Yeah, okay. and, that, and that requires some imagination. It really, really right. requires understanding what am I really good at and what, what am I really good at that I also really, really like enjoy. And can I take the things that I'm really good at and being rewarded for and can I pivot that to align it more and more right. with what I want to do. Right. And I think frequently, especially in bigger organizations, and sometimes in small ones, you can find a mentor within within well, your organization yeah, to I, help you. And I will say a bigger organization, I think, offers more opportunity to right. do that. Right. You know, I worked in an organization that was literally tens and tens of right. thousands of people with so many different career paths. Right. It was much easier for me to do that than, than, than others. Right. Um, but And it may not even be somebody within your organization. It may be somebody that you run across and meet you know, outside in a networking event sure. or somebody yeah. that's in a similar, um, that is on a similar path that you would like to be on that you can go to and say, hey, this is where I am. I'd rather be where you are. You know, how, right. can you see a place that I can make these two ideas meld so that it gets me closer to the place that I would like to be? I think the other thing that I wanted to add to the fact that, you know, you're halfway up the ladder. I talked about the fallacy of some right. costs. Um, there's also, I think you have to be humble enough and willing if you really want to pursue, you know, your heart's desire and your bliss, you have to be willing to go back and start at the bottom uh, right. with all of the, right. the blows to ego and prestige and Very money definitely. and everything that right. that entails. You right. may have to go and that literally start at the bottom again right. as a beginner somewhere late in life. And that's very, very yes. difficult for yes. many, for many people. Yes. Yeah. But what I have found um, is that when you choose to make that decision, and you are on the the absolute path that is your bliss. Things go much faster. Oh, well, you know, and that's that's the real beauty of finding the ladder that you want to be on, is it's going to be your purpose, and it's right. going to allow you to fuel your passion, and it's not Abs going to feel absolutely. like work. And so you're going right. to be much more successful, much more quickly, because you can pour your whole self right. into it. Right. You know, all of your talents, all of your desire. And All your of energy. your purpose, absolutely. Yep. Your creativity, yeah. Yeah. So your what intelligence. May, what may have taken you, you know, 10, 15 years on the wrong ladder, right. you might be able to get to the same level in a it, year or two right. on a ladder that's truly the one that you should be on. All right. So, so I think we've discussed that as much <laughs> as we can in 15 minutes. What's your, what's your one thing? My just one thing is recognize that what you're good at is not necessarily the same thing as what you love to do. All right. And try to really identify what it is you love to do and find a ladder that encompasses that. Okay. And I, I think, um, I, I didn't know this was going to be my one thing, but my one thing is to, to find strength and courage to commit to something new and not look at it as a loss. If, if you're on the wrong right. ladder, you know, you're like, well, I've already sunk this in. Like, like 
whatever it is that you need to do, whether it's finding support, whether it's finding a mentor, whether it's finding help, uh, you know, just be brave, be brave, be yeah. brave about that choice because really life is so much better when you're following something that brings you happiness and joy and, and you're passionate about. Amen. And so with that, if you would like to avail yourselves of some health and fitness coaching, contact me at bradsterns.com. And talk about your book. I just, uh, I wrote a book several years ago to help uh, many of my clients who were really interested in building as much muscle mass as possible. I'm, you know, I'm a professional bodybuilder myself and it's, it's entitled No Limits, Optimal Natural Muscle Building. And it is available on paperback and in Kindle format. On, on Amazon.com. Amazon. Congratulations for Thank that. Thank you very much. And uh, you can find business coaching at uh, lisasterns.com. And uh, my book is also on Amazon, and it's called The List is Not Enough, and it's a modern woman's guide to goal setting, time management, and productivity. Awesome. Until next time, then, this has been Just, Just One, One Thing. Thing.